Welcome back. This is a soft count. UFC 274. We got Friday night pickups. Man, I'm excited. Even with the with the Charles missing weight, I'm I'm still really excited for this card. There's 15 fights on this card, so it's all about betting tonight. This podcast right now is is about betting. And so, and I'm definitely going to talk about some of the fights in depth a little bit, but I'm going to do that after I run through my picks, which we'll do right now. So in the first fight, we got Fernie Garcia and Journey Noose, and I'm taking Fernie at minus 125. I think when you see him stand next to each other, Fernie's just a lot bigger. And uh, he's got some cauliflower ears, so you know he can wrestle a little bit. And, uh, yeah, he's just younger, bigger, faster. It's an early fight. These are uh, kind of coin flip fights. Even when the odds are really big, it, they're kind of coin flip fights anyway because I just don't know how much Vegas has even seen some of these people fight. I watch ev- I watch UFC every weekend, you know, and there's a couple people on this card that I've just never even seen pop up, and I've been watching for years. <clears throat> so it'll be interesting. There's also some crazy odds this weekend. In the second fight, man, I, it's tough, but I think it's going to be an upset. I think Carnalosi's going to get it. Get it. She's jacked. She's always jacked, and she always gets kind of gassed. But I feel like she's got to be learning, right? She's 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 had to have learned something. I'm 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 predicting an upset there, plus one seventy five. I like it. The third fight, the third fight's not all that interesting. It, it CJ Vargara has been kind of thrown to the wolves to to fight this youngin, Rodriguez, Clayton Rodriguez. It could be a crazy upset, but it's the first big odds of the night at plus plus 300, minus 333. I, I'm not feeling the upset here when I see him stand there. CJ looks a little soft around the body. He just doesn't – you can see when the upsets are coming. The guys always look strong. It's like, oh, man, is he really going to get – like, man. But Rodriguez looks bigger, stronger, younger, confident, you know, cauliflower ear as well. <laughs> always look for that. <clears throat> It's like looking at, you know, racehorses or something. There's always a few things that you look at. I mean, I don't mean to sound like a fucking asshole, but when you're betting on these guys, there's a reason they do a ceremonial weigh-in. There's a reason we're watching them with their shirts off. You know, there's certain things I'm looking for. I don't know about you guys, but there's certain things I'm looking for. Uh, The next fight is um, my next upset. It's not a big upset, but Melissa Gatto at plus 138, I love that bet. Melissa Gatto is fucking mean. I've seen her fight a few times. She is wicked. I just, I'm pretty sure she's undefeated. She's going to fuck Tracy up. Andre Fialo versus this Van Camp guy. <laughs> ah, man. I, it, this Van Camp, Cameron Van Camp is r- really big. So here's one of the problems about light heavyweight and fighting with smaller gloves. In boxing, Cameron Van Camp would be pl- against the, in the same fight. These two same guys, Cameron Van Camp in a boxing match would probably be plus two thousand, but because it's UFC, he's plus three sixty. That's a big number in UFC. Anything over three hundred, you're a heavy, heavy underdog. And but with UFC and at light heavyweight and above. And wearing small gloves, anything goes. Anything can happen, and especially in those divisions. And this guy is huge. Cameron Van Camp is huge. He's got 
Some wicked-looking tattoos. I've never seen this guy before. Where did he come from? I don't know. Somebody on the pod listening is probably like, how do you not know Cameron Van Cam? I'm like, man, I've been watching for a long time. I've never seen this guy. So he's fighting Andre Fialo, who is badass, and by all accounts should win. And I'm not going to bet against Andre. He's minus 400. If you want to put him on a parlay, maybe we can make a little three-way parlay. We'll do some some extra parlays at the end of the night, some, some recommendations for you, a couple – three-way, four-way parlays that might be nice, might pay out nice. So we're taking Andre. The next fight, I was going to take Blagoy Avanov. He's a really fantastic wrestler, like all these guys. right? Any Anytime you say a name like that, they're wrestlers. But when he was walking out to the stage, he was, like, limping. It looked like his feet were killing him. And he looked – he always looks out of shape. But he looked more out of shape and older than I've ever seen. I just don't see him. Uh, I mean, De Lima looks fit, big, strong. If he can not go to the ground and knock, I, I'm taking him. Plus 144, Marcos De Lima. Upset. The next fight, as far as prelims go, is the one I've circled. This is the fight, the early night fight that is going to be sweet. Now, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and call this. This is my big upset of the night. Brandon Royval versus Matt Schnell. And the only reason I say that is because I've bet on Brandon Royval. I've lost so much money on this dude. I've lost so much money because I became a believer. I saw him when he first came in, and he had won a couple his first UFC fights. And I was like, man, this guy's fucking sweet, badass. Nice stand-up game, good ground game. And I don't know. He's just fallen short lately. I'm off of his train, and he's lost me a lot of money. And this Matt Schnell dude, I just feel like any, I just don't feel like Brandon does anything really good, and that's concerning. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. That's a risk. I I, I don't necessarily recommend that for everyone, but Brandon has been very disappointing to me in the last couple fights. So I'm out. This next fight, I don't understand the odds here. The one girl misses weight. Um, Yeah, Norma Dumont missed weight. And sometimes when people miss weight, they don't necessarily look any different. They look about the same. You know, like Charles missed weight by almost five. He came in at 155. These guys are fighting at 150. And Charles looks the same. It's like no difference with uh, when some of these guys come in overweight. It's like you wouldn't even know. That's why they do the weights because they can't tell. Like, man, I hope he comes in right. They don't know. But Norma didn't look physically in shape at the ceremonial weigh-in. She really didn't. And Macy's (laughs) – if Macy can get the jab going, get that range that she has, she's a dog. I'm taking her. Give me Macy at plus 235. Crazy, another upset that's big, I think, tonight. Tomorrow night, sorry. Next fight's a pick'em. Trinaldo and Roberts. You know, it's funny. Some of these guys, when I'm looking at fighters and I'm thinking about what I want to take, I look at where they come from sometimes, and people are like, well, that's that's almost racist. No, it's not. Some of the greatest fighters of all time, most of the greatest fighters of all time are from the United States. 
And everyone would say, well, that's not true. And I would say, yes, it is. When you think about the greatest fighters of all time, we're all Americans. And there's, that's not a coincidence. The United States is the most violent place that, in the world. Maybe not the, the roughest place, but it's the most violent. <clears throat> we like revel in it. And so naturally our fighters are ultra-violent. When you look at a place like Brazil, that's a rough place to live. But they're not violent people by nature. They're like super nice. And when when, when Fr- Trinaldo and Roberts met up in the middle there, they were like shaking hands, smiling. It, you know, I, I look at these things. Anyway, uh, Roberts, Roberts is a lot bigger than Trinaldo. And Trinaldo's... There, there is no favorite here. Tornado looks a little chunky around the waist. That that always concerns me. Guys that don't have a strong core, I'm not into it. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and take take Roberts. It's not a. There's not an upset. There's not even a favorite in that fight. Uh, Vegas doesn't know. I, I know. <laughs> Danny Roberts is gonna end that fight pretty quickly. He, he's he's gonna fuck Francisco up. Now, the next fight's gonna be awesome. Chaos Williams, Randy Brown. Dude, Chaos Williams looks like Roy Jones Jr. He looks like the black dude from The Matrix that wore the glasses. <laughs> that, that, that has like three lines in the whole in the whole thing. I'm always amazed that like this guy looks like a movie star. Is he the guy from the movie? <laughs> anyway, he's going up against Randy Brown. <clears throat> I really like Chaos Williams. I think he is box office he puts on a great fight he can knock people out but when i see him standing next to randy brown i don't know i think randy gets it done give me randy plus 115 not really an upset I mean, a little bit donald cerrone's minus 179 i'm really glad they they gave him a older dude to fight, not some up-and-comer that's going to come out there and kill him. <laughs> this is almost like an exhibition fight. Like, nobody's going to get hurt in this Joe Luzon, Donald Cerrone fight, I don't think. I think Donald probably wins on the scorecards, and they let him go off into the sunset a hero, you know. He'll get, for some reason, everybody likes him now. I feel like nobody really cared about him before the Connor fight, and then after the Connor fight, he just became really famous. Like, I realize he's famous. He's always been in the league. But he didn't have commercials. He's got a couple commercials now. You know, he's like flying in a fucking jet upside down. That that wasn't around years ago. So it was really after the Conor McGregor fight that he got some of that um, some of that media bread. <clears throat> Good for him. Why the hell is Shogun who? Why are they wheeling him out there? You couldn't find somebody else to fight. I look. Even if he wins, he's just derailed OSP's you know, rise. And he might win. You know, Hula can take you down and, and win on the ground. I don't think he will. All all everything points to OSP really getting it get just should be easy for him. He should go in there and kill this guy. I mean Shogun don't look good. He does not look good. He looks old and he looks old. <laughs> I'm not I don't like it. OSP is probably going to go out there and uh, and smoke him. Minus 250. Vegas likes it. So do I. All right, main event time. The main card. 
big guys here. Chandler and Ferguson. I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. Let me take a sip of coffee here. It's late. I've spent a lot of time thinking about this <clears throat> all week long. I'm like, Chandler, I felt bad for Tony. I've been sitting around feeling bad for Tony. Man, I can't believe they're feeding him to Michael Chandler. They know Michael needs a win. They're gonna give him old Chan they're gonna give him old Tony who you know, if you beat him, it's still it's still a good win because it's Tony Ferguson. Not not old it's just Tony Ferguson's name that you get a win on and he ne- and, and Mike needs it. He is minus three eighty five. But I've been thinking and I watch the weigh ins and then I see him I see him face off. Michael Chandler's just too nice of a guy. Tony's a killer and crazier than fuck. Shithouse rat crazy. I love it. And it's a pipe dream, but I'm putting some money on Tony this weekend. I'm going to do it. Now, if you're a parlay person, I'm not saying go all in on Tony Ferguson. But, man, I might put 100 on him this weekend. I really, I'm, I just, he is... This is his last chance, and he knows it. This isn't Michael's last chance. Michael Chandler is going to get more chances. Tony might even get another chance. I mean, if Cerrone's still fighting, <laughs> it's not out of the realm of possibility that Tony gets another fight because his name is so big and people love him. He's just loved because he's so crazy, and people just fucking love that. But it's also what makes him super dangerous in the ring, and I know because there's really no threat of him being taken down, Michael Chandler likes to stand up and bang and try to make get that extra bonus money. Tony Tony can smoke you. You got I just believe it. I'm believing it now. After I watched him in the ceremonial weigh in and Michael's all smiles and waving and doing the eye thing to the people on the stands, I'm just I'm I'm out. I've lost money on you too many times now. Twice and twice that you've lost me big cash and I'm I'm not into it. And you're out there fucking smiling. Like, where is the focus, Michael Chandler? You're up there flexing and then doing the point at your eyes and pointing at somebody and walking over. And and, and Tony's sitting there like, man, I'm going to fucking kill you. And I believe it. <laughs> this is going to, it's going to be crazy. I believe it. Um, next fight. <clears throat> Rose already lost to Carlos Esparza. Esparza, sorry. Rose has already lost to Carla. She got choked out by Carla, an RNC, in fact. And we've talked about that in the last podcast, how I feel about those. Everyone says Rose is a new fighter. And she's, she, is she? Because she might be, but she hasn't actually shown that in the ring. She hasn't, she doesn't fight that much. And she didn't really show anything in the way lead fight when she knocked that girl I mean that fight was over so fast and it was just a kick that's what she always does I get it she took she did redeem herself against Andrade but I think she's gonna really struggle tomorrow night one of the things that alerted me and I this is this doesn't just like this isn't like a it's a coincidence that it's Rose but when she didn't take her shirt off at the ceremonial weigh-in that's a red flag to me something's wrong typically Where's the confidence? Like either something's physically wrong or something's mentally wrong. And if it's meant to, even if it's like 
I don't. I'm a woman. I shouldn't have to take my shirt off. Like that's something that you're thinking about other than the fight. Everybody walks up there and takes their shirt off and shows off, and it's not a. There's nothing about it. It's just. It's something that you would do, and if you don't do it, you're consciously not doing it. Like something is going on when you do that. Now there's a couple guys like uh that big that big Tui Taivasa. He doesn't take his shirt off. Why? Because he is gigantically fat and he knows it. and He just doesn't. He never does. But you see like um, Derek Lewis come out. He does. Everybody does. It's and so I'm always like, man, what's wrong with her? She's acting weird. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. Like something's going on in your head. I think Carla's going to get it at 205. Rose is not a – she's a great at going and getting the belt. She's not great at defending the belt. I don't know if she can do it. And I still haven't seen that she can handle the ground yet. And Carla's going to take her there, 100% going to try at least. And if Rose – Rose hasn't really had to show – she hasn't shown that she's gotten better down there. I mean, people want to believe she is because she's the champ now, but in those fights she really hasn't been challenged there. So we'll find out tonight or tomorrow night. I keep saying tonight. It's almost midnight, so technically it will be tonight. And then the last fight of the night, Charles Oliveira, Justin Gaethje. Big bummer because Oliveira missed weight and vacated the belt. Justin can win it, but he's not going to. I'm sorry, everyone. But (laughs) this isn't the movies. Everybody wants Justin Gaethje to get it, and I get it. I understand why. But he's not going to. <laughs> Charles is hes going to mess him up, probably choke him out. <clears throat> it's going to be a bummer. Everybody's going to be booing because there will be nobody. Nobody will have the belt because that's just how it's going to be. It's never the happy ending. It's always what's the worst thing that could happen? How about Charles misses weight, vacates the belt, then wins, and there's no champion? That's what's going to happen. Because it's the worst thing that can happen. And the worst thing that can happen usually does. Charles, by submission tomorrow. I'm feeling it. So those are my picks. Hot picks. All right, let's talk some parlays, huh? I got a couple tasty parlays for everybody. There's a couple times when when I look through all the fights, there's there's always a few fights Vegas is wrong about. And then there's, not only are they wrong, but the odds are insane. And so I usually, like the really crazy odds, I I don't typically build into small parlays that I bet a lot on. But here's a hot parlay for you. Melissa Gatto at plus 135, Randy Brown at plus 115, and Donald Cerrone at minus 179. Those three fights give you plus 698. $100 $100 will win you 800 bucks on three that's a three-way parlay. Donald Cerrone who's the favorite, he's almost minus 200. I have a hard time feeling he's going to lose tomorrow tomorrow night. He's he's in really good shape and Joe looked like he's doing everybody a favor by by being here. I don't see him getting it done. So Donald he's our heavy favorite on the ticket. Randy Brown is like 4 inches taller than Chaos Williams and he's plus 115 and they are both killers. I mean, scary, super. Fo- it might be the. It might end up being the fight of the night, or it might end up being like the knockout of the night. We'll see. But I like it. Randy Randy Brown at plus uh, plus one fifteen, and then um, 
And then Melissa Gatto, yeah. So the three-way, $100, will make you 800 bucks. Not a bad bet. Here's a crazy parlay that I, <laughs> I really like. Michael Chandler, by decision, is plus 225. Tony ha- can go to the wire. He is very difficult to get out. Ask Justin Gaethje. The way I mean, he eventually got out. He was he was there was a standing TKO. They had to just they just stop the fight because his face was so messed up that they're like, all right, <laughs> you're not coming back from that. <clears throat> so they stopped the fight. I think there's a good chance that Michael Chandler can win by a decision if he doesn't get the first round knockout. But let's say he does get the decision. That's plus two twenty five. I think it's likely if Matt Schnell were to beat Brandon Royball. It's going to be by decision. That's plus five twenty, hundred dollars on those two things happening, two thousand dollars. I mean, plus two twenty five for Michael Chandler to win by decision. I think that's a pretty likely scenario. I think there's really two likely scenarios for him to win: a first round knockout or a decision. So that's kind of a fifty fifty thing to me, um, with a, really a, a heavier emphasis on the decision. So plus two twenty five is nice. Brandon Royval and Matt Schnell, I, I just I, all these fights with Brandon Royval go to the decision, and then he loses the decision. So that's kind of it's just be a fun little parlay there, hundred dollar, little hundred dollar banger for two grand. I might give that one a whirl. We'll see. I, I don't know if I'm that brave because going by decision is always dangerous, but that's like a wild one that I kind of like right now. And for my last uh, wacky, crazy parlay for you guys, and this one I think is this is the most shocking thing I think I've seen on here. Carla Esparza to win by submission is plus 1,900. She's already beat Rose by submission. Plus 1,900? I got to get a piece of that. <clears throat> I'm going to pair that up with my Macy Chase on. I think that Macy plus 235, I think that fight's really, she should be plus 100. I do think she shouldn't be favored, but I, I just like that plus 235. I got that thing circled. She's going to go in there and probably win. At two plus two thirty five, I love it. You pair that with a plus nineteen hundred, and then give me Charles Oliveira flat out win minus one thirty five. You pair those three up for a hundred dollars, that gets you eleven k. That's a big boy one. Maybe you don't want to do a hundred bucks. Let's say you put ten bucks on that. That three way parlay, that's eleven hundred bucks. That's a, that's plus eleven thousand for those three things to happen. And you think that that's crazy? And, and, I mean, it is. It is crazy. I mean, Carla Esparza in that situation would have to win by submission. But those other two fights, they're very likely going to happen. Carla Esparza by submission, that's what you're betting on. And I kind of like it. I mean, if I put a tenner on it and win $1,100, I'm really going to like it. <clears throat> that's hot. So I'm logged on to my gambling site of choice here. And uh, we're going to do the last thing, which is our weekly UFC Dollar favorites. And we see what we get. So last week, if you bet a dollar on all the favorites, you would have won $160. Not the greatest. But I told you what I do with that. That's not a bad... I mean, it's still fun. And it keeps you in it a lot. And it also covers you. Because if you make a couple different parlays, and what, you know you don't find the upset right, you just never know. Like I said, a couple times a year, all the favorites win. So I'm on my gambling side of choice here. Got my cocktail. And if you take all of the favorites tomorrow night, if you take every one of them, 
$1 will get you $11,000. That's a plus 1,139,976 odds. And you think that's crazy, and it is crazy. I've hit on a plus 3 million one before. One like $3,800 on a 10 cent parlay. Now, a lot of you are like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and what I'm doing over here is that once I make my big bets for the weekend, just for fun, I typically in my in my crypto account have like just change left over. Even if it's like $15 and it's like, well, what do you do with $15 after you've made all your bets? I break it down into, I make some wild parlays, shit that just is so unlikely to happen, but some days it does. And I'll make like 15 cent, 20 cents, and I'll make like 15-way parlays outside of just my all my favorites bet, which I still, I tell everybody, just invest a dollar into this little strategy every week, and uh, you'll, you'll get lucky. This week it'll be $11,000 if that hits. And I've seen it hit a couple of times now. So like I've said, it, it, it hits. The favorite, I mean, they're favorited for a reason. <laughs> so, and like I've said before, Vegas doesn't like to lose money. And they, they win more often than they lose. So keep an eye out for that. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the fights. Check me out tomorrow for a little Formula One podcast. It'll be after, I'll probably do it after the qualifier, before the UFC fights, and then it'll get posted. And then on Sunday night, we'll check out, we'll do a little post UFC talk, um, and then kind of see how the week goes from there. Because if I get any listeners on the Formula One podcast, we might review the race as well on Monday. And we'll definitely talk some more NBA coming up. Hope you guys enjoy the fights. Have a good night.